Well, Vita's coming over. She's on her way right now. Yes. And before we started recording this, I said to Shams, Grandma Vita's coming over, okay? Now I want you to be patient with her and show her love and kindness because I know that she can be bossy sometimes. To which he said... She's very bossy. Always. Always bossy. I said, well, maybe you can tell her. Grandma Vita, I want to have a good time with you, but can you try not to be so bossy? Chill the fuck out, man. To me. <laughs> we'll see if he says it, and more, moreover, we'll what see how it goes. her reaction is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome, you dorkalicious dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. Heyo. We had a beautiful weekend. It was um, magical. Warm and sunny yesterday. Yesterday was warm and sunny. And, you know, we had the idyllic day where husband and wife and child and dog spend time together in the yard throwing a ball, you know, doing family things, very Norman Rockwell. Totally. Um, our goldfish turn one, because it is Persian New Year. Oh, yes. Happy Persian New Year, everybody. Spr yes. It is March 20th. It is spring equinox. It is the first day of Renaissance. Shout out Shakespeare, William Shakespeare. Um, As opposed to Daryl Shakespeare. <laughs> 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 Well, I just wanted a floss that I know his first name. Oh, okay. We're all stunned. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Daryl. We're all stunned. Maybe we should name our second kid Shakespeare. Maybe. A lot of people ask if we're going to have two kids or more or whatever. Yes. Eh, you know, God is good. God is great. Somebody stole my lemonade. I'm good. Same. Yeah. Besides, remember, I mean, not to beat a dead horse, but I think you become um, Uber for children after... They started yeah, Well, today was our first, you know, I know there's been other times, but today was the first time since we've had shams that I felt like, oh, this is what they're talking about. Like, what do you mean? Like we were up at the crack of dawn to get them ready to go to T-Ball. And then from T-Ball, we had to go do a birthday party. Like it, it felt like that what people are always talking about. And if you had two kids... Then like it this would is be yeah like really bad. Then then there's a oh she's got ballet and then you know and so it's just I see what people are talking about. It was just a little snapshot and I'm sure it's a lot more to come. But today was that first little taste now of uh, that, everyone, that craziness. Everyone who's listening either doesn't have any kids or has a lot of kids, and they're like, oh honey, it gets worse. So if that was the well, case, I don't think worse worse. Yeah, bad. I'm gonna say worse. I, I I don't think it was bad. I, you know, it was cool. I just, today was just the first real experience of that for me. Okay, I have a question for you, though. Let's say that we did have baseball games and whatever you said, multiple birthday parties. You and I were going to have to divide and conquer. Are you cool with missing one of the kids' practice? Well, there's always priority. It's what he likes. You know what I mean? If he, if he for example, if he takes piano lessons and he does baseball but he likes to play the piano more than baseball then we're going to go to the piano lesson which also means that the parents have to divide and conquer well like, we don't we got one kid no you got but two kids you do exactly i'm trying to understand that scenario yeah thank god we don't have to because i like i wouldn't that that'd be a little much i do have to say my kid sucks 
No, no, he no, sucks. no, 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 he no, sucks. no, no, yeah. no, Actually, lower your voice. No, I told him. It's all right. And I just can't. All I care is that he has fun and he's happy. I'm never going to. I love baseball. I love sports, but I'm never going to push that on him. You know, I have a friend of mine that kind of did. And the kids like now at a point, he doesn't like the sports. You know what I mean? And he was always really good. But now he doesn't even like to watch. He doesn't watch them. He doesn't play them. I don't want that to happen to my son. So if he likes it, great. If he doesn't, great. I told him today to go and have fun, run around, play in the dirt. And he did. Uh, but he was terrible. He was. He looked like the, you know, he was the worst one. <laughs> well, here's the thing. It's not like he's always going to be the we'll worst see. one. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll but see. it's not the first weekend that we've had overlapping birthdays and gone up at the crack of dawn. You just didn't come to those. Yeah. And I'm not going to most. You know what I mean? It's just how it is. I do enough for my son. A lot of those dads that are there don't do what I do for my kid. So I'll go to every baseball game. I will be there at every sporting event. And if he has a show or something like that. But I'm definitely not doing all the birthday parties. Mm. Yeah. You'll blow your head off, huh? Absolutely. Right in the car. I'll, I'll, put, <laughs> I'll send him into the party, and then I'll blow my brains out right in the party. Why not in lot. front of everybody? Because that'd be a little much at the party. Why would that'd it be a little traumatizing. send a message? That'd be a little traumatizing. No, doing it in the parking lot will send the message. Plus, I'll leave a note. Mm. This is, I hate your fucking stupid party. Oh. And I'll blow my brains right out. I guess it's about you, yeah, not the kids, absolutely. right? Well, again, it's not his party. It's someone else's, right? So, yeah. For their enjoyment. Yeah. You yeah. know. Absolutely. Speaking of birthdays, your son is coming up on his fourth mm. birthday. Yep. For, well, first and foremost, just for a little heads up for people out there with the surgery, because people wanted to keep me posted about the ones looking to do it for themselves. Still a little hurt. My throat hurts a little bit. I got a pretty bad earache, and I've had it since I've had the procedure. But other than that, I'm still getting no sleep, but they haven't turned the device on yet. But, I'm going to call the doctor tomorrow morning at the crack of dawn and say, uh, but first and foremost, check his ear. The owner of the New York Mets, his wife, slid into my DMs. His, his sister-in-law. No, his wife. Okay, what's Slid her name? Into, Alex Cohen. Shout out Alex Shout Cohen. Shout out Alex Cohen. Now, it, his beautiful, fantastic, glorious sister is the one that made the connection. She is a big fan of my wife. She knows that I'm a huge Met fan, so she told Alex Cohen about me. And Alex Cohen slid into my DMs to say, hey, hi, I heard you're a big fan. And I was so flabbergasted originally that I didn't respond. I basically took a screenshot and sent it to, I don't know, every person and that I know, or that I at least have their phone number for. And then, so a while I transpired. So I, by happenstance, I went back into the app, and I was about to, uh, I was about to respond to her. And while I was about to respond to her, or I should say beforehand, oh she God. sent me another message. You're so long-winded right now. To say that I don't know if you know who I am. You know, it's weird. I'm just some lady uh, messaging you just to let you know my husband holds the Mets. I'm like, lady, I know exactly. Say less. Exactly know who you are. I know who the, you I know are. exactly who you are. So I don't know, man. I think we might actually go out to dinner uh, when they're out here for the, the Dodger games in a few weeks. So for me, like I said, my wife, you know, getting married is probably number one. Everybody that listens to the podcast knows ad nauseum, the birth of my son wasn't a good experience. It was awful. So it's not like, oh, next to my wife and well, getting married and the birth of my son. No, no, it's getting married and then 
having the owner of the Mets slide into my DMs. Those, that's it. That's one and two. Honestly, on I'm Rushmore. shocked that I made the list. That's Mount Rushmore on uh, on your event life. Event. Yeah, on my on on the, the, the uh, my happiest moments. I honestly am shocked that I made the list. Well, look at you. So I doubt I make yours, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, you you do. Yeah, you're somewhere in there. Somewhere. Okay, so Alex, the names I need to learn. Patsy is one. No. Patty. I, well, I don't know who that is. She talked to you specifically. I didn't deal with Patty. I don't know who she is. She's the one that said, I'm going to send the text message. Send me the video again. No, she's not. That's Diane Cohen. That's his sister. I had you send her a message. She got the message. She said that she couldn't share it because it came through Instagram. So she asked you to send it to her again, and you sent her another message through text message. There's no Patty. Patty wasn't involved. It's Diane Cohen. So there's no Patty. There is a Patty. There's another friend that they have. I, I had no correspondence with her. Oh. She said, I heard that you spoke with Steve Cohen, with Alex's wife, or with Steve's wife, Alex. Uh, we can't wait to meet you. They're all coming out to L.A. during the Dodgers series. But I didn't have any interaction with her. Do you have a beef with her? Because it sounds like you. No, <laughs> but I, you definitely don't know the names, and you're telling me like you do. And that's aggravating as hell. Oh, it is? Yes. Do you want me to, like, memorize their socials? What? Well, did I, I think they'd be foolish to give you their socials. They're worth billions of dollars. Would you trade me for Alex Cohen? Oh, I told her that already. You would trade me. Yeah, I told her. Well, she you would trade me. She for really laughed very hard at the mess <laughs> at one of my videos or a post where I was saying that I'll take Steve. <laughs> I will take him right now and I'll marry him. And she said that I don't share well. Oh. And I said, well, then you can have my wife and I'll take him. Oh. And she still wasn't too keen on that. She wasn't. No. She, because I mean, you... she wasn't. We joked around a lot. We we had, we had some fun. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So she wasn't offended. No, not at all. We have, like I said, super down to earth, man. Super, super nice. I can't tell you, and I told her this, you know, my mom was a big Met fan, right? It's the last link that I have to my mother in a lot of ways is that is my affinity for the Mets, her love for the Mets. The Will Bonds could own them. It, it doesn't matter who. Who's the Will Bonds? They're the ones who own the Mets and oh, sold them. To the Cohens. Oh, so it's, like, so we it's I, only one owner. Yeah, the Wilpon family owned them. Used to. Yes, and they were awful. But my only point is it doesn't matter who owns the team I'm in. I'm invested. So, like, they could be terrible. It doesn't matter. I'm not going anywhere. I'm still going to be there. I'm still going to buy the tickets. I'm still going to watch the games. But the fact that they were sold to these people who are so fucking cool mm -hmm. and so thoughtful mm -hmm. and so caring about their fan base, about, you know, like I said, it just makes me really, from the bottom of my heart, it makes me feel really, really good. About being that, a Met fan. That, yeah, that if, if, for the first time ever, I can honestly say I'm proud to be a Met fan. Like I said, I was always in, wow. but I was never really proud. We stunk, and you know what I mean? And they would always do stupid shit. We'd be a laughing stock, but I was still in. Now I am officially proud to be a Met fan, and it's all thanks to the Cohen. So I appreciate them and Diane Cohen and, and Patty, whoever the fuck she was. Alex. The, uh, Al, well, I know Alex. Trust me, okay. Alex, Steve, you guys are the best. And I'm just like I said, I'm over the I'm over the moon 
because of the last week with that. You can't tell at yeah. all. You yeah, can't super tell. excited. You can't tell. Well, okay, so... Well, again, I had two developments before you jump on my back. I hope the this other set, one isn't... Is it the books? Of course. When I had the, the surgery, I was, you know, knocked off my feet for a little bit. So I was lagging with the books, and I finally got the books out, and then I, I wanted to send books to a class because that's what we've been doing. And this month was actually a pretty big ask. I had the whole third grade. A reading teacher wanted me to send books for the whole third grade. It's 90 students. So I did a post, and within, you know... A day? I, yeah. Well, not probably, because I did it later in the day, so you know what I mean? But within 40 hours. Yeah. Not to, like, a full... Within 40 hours... I had every fucking book. Yeah, I got I, those for you from the post office. The, the errands that you were saying that I take forever to do it. I did yes. it really fast. Sure. I did. So, again, man, I just really, really appreciate anybody that's taken the time, anybody that's donated. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was lot. really cool. Like, you, you asked, and then my cousins were like, hey, tell Tommy that, first, I hope he's feeling better, and... Um, we got 10 books. So shout out to Natalie and Alvin. Absolutely. Who got 10 books, our co my cousin, and sent them. And they got there the next day. And then here we are. It's like Santa Claus dragging in uh, a big it, pile it, of books. It was amazing. So was those, it all the same books? Yeah, Charlotte's Web. They're all going to, yeah. So all the, you know, the kids are going to get them. They're going to be real happy. I really appreciate it. You guys have all done a great thing. I promise these kids love when they get these books. You'll see it in the pictures. You see it in their faces. While we're still on the book front, just to give you an update on my book, um, first off, I got a little over my head in the sense that it just seemed real easy. All right, I write a book, get them to draw the pictures, publish it on Amazon, easy peasy, lemon, lemon squeezy. And it wasn't. Like, there's a lot more that, that entails. There's a lot more that needs to be done. A lot more things that I didn't even think about. You know, like press release, the group, the, the launch group, the ISBN numbers, and the, like Ingram Spark. And there's just a lot of shit that I didn't really think about or know about. And like, if you go to do courses online, there's tons of stuff that teaches you how to publish a regular book, self-publishing, but not a lot with kids. So I started following this lady on TikTok, and I hope I don't butcher her name, but it's Kirsten Fassler. I'm going to spell it for you in case you guys want to check her out too. It's K like Kevin, J-E-R-S-T-E-N, and her last name is F-A-S-E-L-E-R, and that's just her handle on TikTok. Uh, but she's got great content. She's really got great advice on, you know, what the process is, and I reached out to her, and as happenstance, she knew who the fuck I was. She knew who my wife was. She's a big fan of Bravo. And she's really offered to hold my hand and walk me through the whole process and kind of guide me through it. So I'm super pumped. I want to thank you, Kirsten. Um, I'm looking forward to working with you. She actually, she has an academy that, like, she teaches this. Uh, so if you guys have any interest out there of, of learning how to, you know, write a kid's book and publish it, Reach out to me, and I'll, because uh, I don't have the title offhand, but I could probably get you a discount code or something like that. But uh, yeah, man, so I'm, I'm super pumped. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So speaking of like the big developments, Tommy is being a good patient. Your neck and your chest had a big incision in both of them, you know. So it's good, like little by little, you're on the mend, right? Yeah. So you've got another week before with no exercise, and then after that, you can 
start to maybe no I don't after, know. after that I go see them and they're supposed to turn it on so I have to go for that checkup and once they turn it on they'll tell me whether or not or once they have that checkup if everything's okay they turn it on and then they'll tell me when I can start exercising oh okay yeah it's kind of like a pacemaker then right maybe I don't know what a pace I don't know how a pacemaker works but this does by remote well to celebrate my um closings last month Tommy said, why don't you go put on something nice? And we got dressed up as a family. Denim was the theme. We went to a restaurant nearby and had a nice little reservation, little table in the patio. And, you know, we don't go out to restaurants that often lately, especially with dieting, because if you're going to go to a restaurant, most likely you're going to overeat. You don't know what they put in the food. You don't know how much butter there is or oil or whatever. And you're sitting there and you're looking around and you're taking it in and you're having a good time. But eating out is not conducive to your fitness, like your fitness goals for the most part. It's not just that. Like even if if you're vigilant and you stay on your diet... Who the fuck wants to pay $20 for a salad that you can make at home? 20 Whatever. For sure more. You know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's like any of the things. So, all right, cool. I'm not going to eat all the good stuff. I'm going to eat healthy. But who wants to pay to eat healthy like that right. at a restaurant? Like, you know you're going mean? to go to a restaurant and you want to eat something that's going to be really tasty, not something yeah. you can make at home. Yeah. Which, and so, so basically, we don't eat out a lot because one of the reasons being that you don't like to eat out a lot. Yeah, well, that's not true. I like to eat out. I, I don't like Shams is at an age now where he's a little bit of a dick when you're it's hit or let's put it this way, it's hit or miss. There was a while there was a long time there where he was great where we could go out and he would just sit and chill. Now sometimes, like last night, he faded. The meal wasn't supposed to be that long. And it wasn't. I mean, the service wasn't great yesterday. So we let like you did tell him we're in a little bit of a rush. And then that, that kind of bounced off them. <laughs> like, yeah, all right, whatever. Yeah, we were trying to go to the Getty Center and walk around the museum, but it turned into the first time they came to the table took so long yeah. that it was out the door. Yeah. But then we were also having a nice time, so we just leaned into it. Yeah, yeah. And, and he, and again, he's, you know, he's going to be four years old, so I get it. We were there at well, the wait, table for I want to hear, no, I mean, forget about Shams being a dick, and, uh, like, that's not true. He's fine. What about you going out to eat? I said... I like going out Most of the reason... Most of the time we don't go out to eat that often because you don't like to go out. To I eat like that I often. like to go out to eat. I don't not like to go out to eat. Okay. Why, when, when, so why do you suppose we've been going out to eat since we've been together? What are you talking about? Well, but do why, I want to go with other people? No. Why do you suppose we don't go out to eat more? You just said it. You've been dieting. Okay. You, you know. You, pretty much it okay it was nice like it was like sometimes like you don't want to do something often it kind of spoils the novelty of it right and then you go out i could have gone to that restaurant dressed in a top knot a baseball hat and sweatpants and nobody would have given a fuck no but i figured that you do it for yourself you get dressed up with your family for you to have a nice time put a little pep in your step right and you know just like more old-fashioned people would dress nicely to go outside. Not like these days where you could be in your grandfather's boxer shorts, roll it over to your hip bone. Yeah. And that, then- that's, a, that's a mother philosophy that you got from Vita. Vita's very big on that. She doesn't like to go out unless everybody's looks good and you, you have to, you know, she's not about that. 
Where there are times where you'll go out top knot, sweatpants, like you said. Where you well, most days. Yeah, most. Well, not most days. You look good for the most part. So you think that that's something I got from my mom, but yes. it's not just my mom. I'd say it's just. It's really when you go out and you look at people who've put effort into their appearance before leaving the house, which like our friends like Jeff Lewis, our friends like a lot of like single people most of the time. 90%. You know, you you kind of care more what you look like because also like being a businesswoman. And you have the time. You should kind of not look like someone recently said to me, even at drop off at school, the moms that hide under a hoodie and you could tell they like didn't even run a brush through their hair. Like that was all of us slippers with socks pulled up like that's new this is not something that we've been doing for generations remember like the casinos like the days of bugsy siegel people used yeah, to get the, dressed up oh the airport for someone went on a flight it was a big deal to get dressed up on going on Bingo. a flight yeah that's... people would get dressed up to go to casinos the airports like a couple of generations ago we used to put effort and take pride in our outward appearance not anymore no <laughs> nope. I think your girl Britney Spears did it. It was her fault. It was part of that genre mm. when Juicy Couture became a thing. All of a sudden, barefoot in public restrooms became a thing too. Was it? Yeah, I, she, that's what she was doing too. Oh, the gas station yeah, bathroom. Yeah. Oh my god. And also in Italy, people I noticed um, laughed at us because in the two thousands. When I went to Italy with my friends, they would look at the Americans and they could spot the Americans from a million miles away because the girls were the sorority girls and the tourists would wear boxers, the Adidas shower slides and oversized university T-shirts. And that's nobody in Europe would dress. Oh, look at who they are. Yeah. Well, they are Italians. Ooh. They do make suits and every all the clothes that are worn throughout the world are designed by Italians and some French people. There you go. So anyway, look, you got dressed up with me. Felt good for you, right? <laughs> no, I did it because you asked. Otherwise, I would. I was in a different outfit. I already had something else on, and I changed because it was a denim theme. I did say so, that. So trust me, that was all for you. It wasn't for me. I figure out what I'm going to wear, and then I say to Tommy, okay, Tommy, the theme of the day is nautical or yeah. denim or whatever. Yeah. And you always turn it out, honey. Yeah. So we go to the restaurant. It was great. We had a good time. The service was going to be what, Tommy? You were going to say service slow? Was, no, service was just slower. Than, like I said, she hit them with, uh, we're in a little bit of a rush. And the place wasn't packed. That Like, they couldn't accommodate that. Oh, it was empty. Yeah. So it was for, like a four o'clock. We were getting yeah. ready to go to a museum. The din yeah, the dinner rush was starting to come in as we left. So it was about to get busier. You saw the table starting to fill up. But while we were there, it wasn't, and it wasn't, you know, we go to, I'm not shouting out the restaurant because at the end of the no, day. No, we're not. We, we, we got shit our pants. <laughs> we won't shit our pants. We were there. And then after uh, the meal, you know, because he started getting a little restless. And, and I understand. We were there for a little bit. But it was he also started getting a little bit more restless than I like because he could be he could have been better behaved. Well, we didn't bust out an iPad or anything. Whatever. We shouldn't have to. You know what no. I mean? They didn't have that 10 years ago, 20 years ago. You know what no, I mean? No, on purpose I don't. Yeah. So Unless I was going to try and sit there for an uh, longer than normal yeah, people have Yeah, like a dinner. meal meal where there's other people and blah, blah, blah. What? But we were coming and going. So it shouldn't have been that big a deal. Which it didn't, ended up being a long yeah. meal. Longer than we definitely expected. Originally, we thought we were going to sit 
eat so we wouldn't be hungry at the and museum. Then, yes, but you know, as circumstances happened, we didn't. But then we went for a walk around the place, and midway through the walk around the place, my wife was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna need to go to a bathroom." No, as soon as we got up, I was like. Oh, yeah. Google, you know Google. that fe- yeah, that, yeah that sound oh, I, know it. I know it of like know the it. scene from I know it Bachelor what's the girls movie the Bachelor Party uh, bri- uh, bridesmaids, bridesmaids yeah. yeah I started to feel nausea and then I thought oh all those people that are on Ozempic that say you don't eat and you lose weight because you're nauseous all the time from oh, the shot that sounds fantastic yeah I was like oh I would not ever want to be thin so badly uh, I hate that I nauseous. would and all uh, the time too I hate that. and all the time too yeah. so I was like hey um I know I don't eat out very often but now that I eat out and I had a really nice dish I had a sea bass like yeah no it was good you, and I mean I didn't even, I'm not a fan of that but it looked it looked delicious and it was like with shiitake mushrooms Ooh. and like it was a nice Entree. It yeah. wasn't like I ate greasy nachos and then I was surprised why I had nausea. Well, it wasn't nausea. I mean, no, was, in, the beginning yeah, in the beginning of when we yeah. got up and walked around, yeah. I felt yeah. nauseous. Okay. And then I didn't say anything when it wasn't that bad. We walked in these high ass fucking shoes, by the way. Not we, she. Uh, my shoes were fine. <laughs> and then I was like, you're okay, you're okay, you're fine. It's just a couple steps. And then as we start to progress, I'm like, are my shoes too small? Like, what's going on are with me? Are my shoes making me shit my pants? <laughs> <laughs> is it, is it my too high, am I too high up? Am I too high up? Is that what it is? I, is that why I'm going to shit my pants? I was trying to play it off. I was trying to be cool. But at the end of the day, I was in a lot of pain. It came from my feet, came from the restaurant, came from the food. Maybe my system is too delicate now because yeah, I'm such very, a, you know, healthy person yeah. that my body just rejected delicious caloric food. Yeah, and long story short, not to gross everybody out. No. I'm laughing at her, right? So we get home and she runs back and forth to the bathroom and let you know like, like four or five times. And I'm <laughs> and then it hit me. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I had it was like she was done at that point too. Like she was she got the demon out. And then I just began, my demon just began. So I think we both shared a salad. That's if I was Columbo. Could it have been the salad? Th- yeah, because I didn't touch her food. We didn't, she, like, she didn't share my food. The only no, thing I that, had some. Okay, she, yeah, maybe, maybe. But, but yeah. Yeah. But, but we're okay know, now. When you, when although you, I will say, yeah. When we were in Chuck E. Cheese, I was by myself. Okay. And I let one go. Why? Did because you, I still had the demon in the Did you poop? Bit. No, no, no poop. What was the no m- moral to this? It smelled like I had to get up. I had to get up and leave. You did it with people around? No, I was by myself. That's why I did it. Uh-huh. Well, I think Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese was behind me. I think he might, think he might have died. Chuck I think e. might, Yeah, the, the rat might have died. I think it killed him. Oh, yeah, but yeah, I had yeah. to get up and like walk away because it's like, whoa, I can't everybody walking over to this because it was just me. Well, it save the good stuff for the rest of the pot. I mean, yeah. don't... Spoiler alert, we went to Chuck E. Cheese this weekend. Well, yeah. No, okay, so... Here's the thing. If you want to be womanly, like if you want to be a girly girl oh. and you want to be feminine while in crisis, okay, okay the way that you... Oh, my dear. I, I guess I got the vapors. <laughs> Is that how you do it? Oh. Ooh. Ooh. 
No. Honey child. I don't know what that was. What is the vapors? Yeah, I get, that's from a movie. Gas me, but I think I got the vapors. Okay, so what happens? Like sometimes people tell you that you don't know very well, like what's wrong. They ask. Yeah. And then you have to keep your dignity for God's yeah. sake. Uh, yeah. Keep your goddamn dignity. Absolutely. You don't have to say, I have die die. Yeah, I have a demon in me. <laughs> you just say, um, Where's the restroom? <laughs> do you guys have toilet paper? <laughs> like a lot? Do you guys do you guys buy wholesale Costco toilet paper? Do you like is no, there a lot no, here? No. There's a lot of this establishment. No, you don't have to say that. All you have to do. say is you just you just get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> no, you don't have to say that. You Run the water. <laughs> Turn the water on. Turn the water on. Yeah. Do you have any vaporizer? <laughs> yeah. No. You just say, oh. I just, I think something didn't sit well with me. Yeah, it's not going to sit well with you in about two minutes either. <laughs> oh. No, you have to like just, mm, like there are so many ways to tell people so, that you have yeah, diarrhea tons. without saying it. Yes, yeah, There are so many pe- ways to say like, yeah, huh. could it have been food poisoning? Yeah. Or you could oh, just that's, say. <laughs> that's the, always the one to go to anytime. I think I have food poisoning. <laughs> Or you could just put your hand on your stomach in a very gentle, oh, feminine, soft nice. way and just say... The baby's kicking. <laughs> <laughs> I, need to, no. I need to get to... Ooh, got to drop the kid say, off at the pool. <laughs> no, and you just say, mm, something just didn't agree with me. Anyway, that's, yeah. how you get, that's how you get through a tummy crisis oh. without losing your dignity or your femininity. Yeah. Okay. With strangers and even your husband. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. So, great. Yes. We went to a restaurant. Yeah. We got dressed up. We looked cute. We felt cute. We might have even taken a photo. And then uh, we were in the moment. We didn't. We let go our second reservation so that we could be in the moment and have fun, go to the bookstore, do all the things. And then, uh, yeah, like you said, did we talk about it? We had been rained out for multiple weekends. Shams finally had his first T-ball league that we, um, it's called the Pony League before they start real baseball games. It is really nice. You get to meet more families in the community and just the the whole uniform of it all, his baseball helmet, cleats, his baseball pants, and just the jersey. It was just so cute. Yeah, he was cute. You know, the skills, they got to come because he's <laughs> from a line of, a long line of athletic parents. Yeah. Your mom was athletic. Yes, yeah, she was. You're athletic. Yes, I am. My mom was the ping pong champion. Yes, she was. My dad, swimmer, tennis, yeah, you got everything. Uncles, uncles that were swimmers. I, yep. Two of my uncles boxed in the Marines. And I'm huge on sports. My whole entire self-esteem I mean, not, came from sports. Not softball, although she did lie through her teeth to tell me that, yeah, no, I'm a big softball player. I didn't, I, I didn't, player. I didn't dazzle you when I played softball. You didn't know what direction to run. But I did well. Well, you're quick. Yes, very I'm quick. Fast. Like a like a no, fast and quick are different. Well, it's you're like both a bunny. Good. She's like a bunny. She's quick. And so is Shams. Yeah, Shams is fast. Yes. So I just want to say, if our kid is not athletically inclined and interested in sports, like one of the biggest things ever, like if our kid doesn't get mad that we threaten that he can't play in a game. 
if like he doesn't behave and we can't use that card because he won't care, yeah, we're not okay. Uh, no, we'll have to we'll have to leave him somewhere. We'll have to yeah send him back to do wherever a, a he came kid from. Sw- a kid swap maybe like they do the wife swap, spouse swap that show. Oh yeah, we we'll do the kid swap. You yeah. can have ours, and we mm-hmm. want a kid that could run and jump. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So Alex Cohen probably is thinking about that wife swap thing. Yeah. And I, I got to say, like, I was starstruck when she did it. I was, uh, you know, and I don't get starstruck. We live in L.A., dude. Like, oh. today, T-Ball, Alyssa Milano is one of the mother, uh, mothers in the T-Ball league. No one cared. No. It's like happenstance. It's normal, that type of thing. But when I when this lady slid into my DMs, I was, woo, huh, woo. I, was I could see you now, like sitting there, recovering from your surgery. I, I having, thought it was—I thought it was still under the propofol, bro. You know what I mean? I yeah, I having nothing but time. Yeah, like what? What? What is this? No way! I, I mean, it takes, was, I thought I was getting punked that someone was doing those screen grabs or some shit. Let's be real; it takes a lot to excite you. You know yes, what I mean? Yes. And and when something does get into your skin, like that matters to you, you do tell literally everybody. Yes. Yes. Which is like, you think more than 20 people? Yeah, man. How like, many people do you I think? told a lot of people that, like, I didn't post it on social media because I thought that was going to be bad for the future of your relationship yeah. with the Coens. Yeah. And I didn't, well, you know what I mean? I didn't want to, like, it wasn't, that, I'm How not many like people? that. How many people? A do lot. You, do you tell 40 people? No, that's too many. Well, I mean, anything that makes you happy makes me happy. Let's <laughs> not get nuts. No, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm lying. Within reason. As long as it makes you happy too. <laughs> well, I don't get anything out of that except you. Except you're walking around town saying it finally paid off. Yes. This is what Tommy says. Yeah. It finally paid off to marry my wife. Yeah. Yeah. To absolutely. be affiliated with Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. Which was what? Which was what? The reason why you and Steve Cohen's family are a thing. Well, indirectly, because yes, his sister is a big fan of you. And Austin knows I'm a Met fan. But, like, Alex Cohen doesn't... She was she never going to meet you any other way. Yes. So it's not indirect. That's not necessarily true, though. It's not indirect. That's not necessarily true. Because now... How did it pe- happen? Because people, if you watch on social, uh, especially Instagram, I only follow my wife. I follow okay. our podcast. Okay. And I follow Fight Club. Okay. That's it. Uh-huh. I follow her now. Oh, my God. Big deal. It's a big deal. Wait, it's a big deal. you didn't ask me if I was okay with that. No, I did not. I follow Wait. her now, but I've seen that this is, she does this. Like she reaches out. To Bravo celebrities. No, to, to fans, to like people that are real good, like. Mets fans. Yes. So like maybe through that, somehow, some way she might've found me. Oh, that kind of wish I didn't know that. Yeah. That yeah. kind of could have happened in that regard. But you definitely expedited it for sure. Well, I guess that's kind of like Rihanna following certain Bravo celebrities. Like you. But like not just me. Yeah, but but you. But you were very happy. I I was gonna say, but it doesn't it doesn't mean I don't need to be the only person she follows. That you know, she's a she loves other Alex Cohen, you can follow whoever you want. You know what I mean? I'm not Did she follow you back? Yeah, again, that's how it that's how it happened. She was she followed me and reached out to say that I am who I am. You know what I okay. mean? Blah blah blah. Well, a little more credit for the connection. A finder's fee. Sure. Now I should be like, Tommy, what's my prize? Do I get another dinner or something? No, something that's a midday related. lunch. I think so probably something that's 
So we're, we're going to have a lot of action coming up in our lives because we've got Persian New Year. Yep. We've got the first day of spring. We've got William Shakespeare, Renaissance. For Persian New Year, we're going to teach our son the tradition. This will be the first year that he'll really start to remember and be able to look back on his life and remember things. Because I think four is the furthest back that your memory goes. I don't know, but I do know that he will... You know, like when I asked him, and it was so heartbreaking. So my, we have what? the, we have Sham's party coming up. Okay. So my wife asked me to check to see which of the cars in the back that we have could charge up, because it's like a used car lot in our backyard. We have a bunch of those cars that you could drive around, and a couple of them worked. And we have one that I used to push him, like it had a handle and I used to push him around and he went right in it and he's too big for it. Like he's so big in it. And it just made me think about when, you know, it didn't seem that long ago where I could just push him around up and down the block. And I asked him about it and he didn't remember. No, of course not. You know what I mean? So I think well, that- Well, you could show him the videos though. Yeah, no, that's great. But like just going like off what of you said, I think that, you know, if- I was doing that now, and I asked him a year from now, he would remember that. I would say one of our favorite videos is Christmas time, you pushing him around the inside of the house with both of you and your That's PJs. the car we're talking about. That yeah, car. pushing him around the car, and he was just having the time of his life. Yeah. Even if he doesn't have a memory of that, he still is in his subconscious. Oh, it's in his subconscious. Absolutely, everything goes there. And in his subconscious, but he is, looked like Clifford, the big red dog, in the, in yeah. the, in the thing now, dude. It was so yeah. sad. Yeah, we had to take and a picture. His legs were just hanging off. Of it's not sad though, because you wouldn't be able to play t-ball with him back then. Well, I can't play t-ball with him now either. He stinks. And okay, so the the happiness and the good memories and the laughs and the joy that sinks all the way in. Yeah. To the babies. Yeah. To follow up with an update on the communication that you and I have had with Dr. Donna, I asked you via text, hey, can you take care of these things this weekend? And one of the things, if not the only thing, was to charge the cars. The He's got a Jeep. He's got a Range Rover. He's got a Mercedes. What does he have? Couple of Raris. I don't know. I'm kidding. I don't know. And I I put them all together, so they're all rickety. They're all askew. Unreliable. Well, one of them. One of them I didn't put together, and that's the only one that's still like good. Oh, so Persian New Year. So we're gonna teach Shams about the customs. We're gonna tell you guys about the significance of the half scene as well. We're gonna record a little bit with my mom, and it'll be coming up in the next episode. Okay, so that we can really just dive into the significance of the the beautiful traditions of the Persian culture. We'll do it next week since we've got Vita here. I thought Shoehead was going to be the guest this week, but apparently he's still not ready. He's like a groundhog. He's still he's not, he saw his shadow and he's not ready to come out. Uh, that is exactly the best way yeah, to put it. Yeah, he's not ready to go out there yet in the into the world. Do you understand when the what the groundhog sees his shadow? What is that? How does that determine? Um, so, like, if the groundhog doesn't see his shadow, then he comes out? No, then winter's over. Winter will be over normal. If he sees his shadow and goes back in, then there's two more weeks or three. There's more weeks of winter. Six weeks. I don't think it's six weeks. That's a long this time. This year it was. It's the same thing. It doesn't change. If he sees his shadow, it's the same thing. It's not like this year it's six weeks. Next year if he sees his shadow, it's four weeks. Oh. It's not a it's a it's a standard thing. There's an amount of of added on weeks 
that the superstition or whatever the groundhog brings. Six weeks is two months. It's not two more months of winter. It's a month and a half. I, I read that the groundhog saw its shadow and we're going to have six more weeks of winter. Oh, yeah, it's a standard number. So whatever the number is, I don't know. But if he saw his shadow, then it means we're going to have more weeks of winter. Um, here are the things I'm excited about. I'm excited about my Morpheus 8. Shout out to Dr. Gary Modicky. I got this treatment that you definitely don't want to have without a painkiller because they do like stamp your skin really deep and they go really slow. Tommy, you said having your laser tattoo removed was painful, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I had a few of them and it it fucking hurts. Yeah. I think the, so this is definitely worse because I've had laser hair removal. So many of you guys are asking me, is it worth it? It's absolutely worth it because unless you're going to get an actual facelift, like maybe Madonna should have gotten or whatever. I think she did. I think they should put it down. I think she got filler injections instead of going under the knife. So if you cannot get a facelift because you're too young and you don't need to go in and have, uh, first of all, they cost like $100,000 these days. Facelifts are like 30K plus and it's a big deal. But something that really tightens your face and tightens your skin is a laser and Yeah, it hurts a little, but they give you numbing cream, like medical grade numbing cream. And for everyone who asks about the Morpheus 8, it is absolutely worth it. The effects of the Morpheus laser do improve over time because it is something that's subdermal. It isn't like a makeup that you're getting a makeup and like once you're done getting glam, you're going to see the effects like immediately. It is something that... Yes, you'll see an improvement right away, but it's going to improve and increase over time. So it's um, something you're supposed to do anywhere from like four to eight times, and you'll do it about six weeks apart. I'm very, very, very grateful that I'm doing something for skin tightening because, you know, you don't get any younger. Your skin doesn't do you any favors when you lose weight, right? You are exposed to the sun from the time that you're born, And, you know, all my life, I'm always like walking the dog and trying to be outside, having a good time. And I'm always hiding my face from the sun. It's like you can't escape. Yeah. Shout out Dr. Gary Modicky. I follow him on Instagram and his med spa. So anybody who um, wants to ask, you can always ask at the Till the Dirt page. And as far as Patreon's concerned, thanks for all the conversations that I have with the girlies on Patreon because I love talking about those things. And it's what makes the world go round. My goal for next week is to start planning Shams's birthday. It's going to be a little last minute because his birthday is less than a month away. But with everything that's going on, balancing life, your husband, his surgery, your real estate career, your baby, your family, spring, Persian New Year, all the goals and all the things, last minute Lucy is is perfectly okay with me. It'll be fine. He's full. This podcast is executive produced by For Our Son Production. Produced by Tommy Fight, Mercedes Javid, Nard Michelle, and edited by Nard Michelle. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, 
you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.